It's 2020, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are back. I know we've been out for a couple of weeks, um, especially with us being doing this together. But we are so glad to be back and you hearing our lovely, my amazing, um, what's that guy's name, babe, with the, the nice deep voice? Uh-huh. Barry White? I don't know. I think, um, <laughs> ignore me. But Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're so, so happy to be back on the podcast. We want to start this year off with something interesting. Uh, obviously, as you can see the title, you know, getting over an ex. Um, that's something I think a lot of us may have had issues with. I know I have had issues like that in the past. South was perfect, so, you know, she doesn't have, <laughs> she doesn't have issues with, you know, oh, life please. at all. But, the lies. but, you know, before we get into the podcast, I want to thank you all for all of you leaving reviews, you know, because I keep telling you all leave reviews, and I know it sounds like I'm just begging for five stars, but it helps us to know what's going on, where we can improve, Mm -hmm. you know, and I noticed a couple people did mention, hey, you know, I love the podcast, but we're hearing more of your perspective and less of your wife's and we want to hear, exactly, they want to hear more of Safa, so I know I'm doing too much talking now, so you probably think that's about to come. And I think a lot of it is partly my fault. I've always been, (laughs) I've always been quiet, but I am learning to, um, you know, that this is, this is my ministry and I'm learning to get out of my comfort zone and um, be a help meet or a help. There we go. Come on, come on, Chad. Wait a minute, what Um, they say, what the Bible says. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so for everybody that was ready to throw a stone at me because you didn't want to hear my voice and you wanted to hear her, you know, please understand it's not intentional. I'm more of a talkative guy and she's more of a reserved sure woman. <laughs> okay. If only you could see my face right now. <laughs> but we're going to dive into that now. Um, so I don't know, baby, you want to go ahead and start off or you want me to start off? How you want to do this? Oh, sorry, not to cut you off. But just so you guys know. It's going to be a whole bunch of coughing softers getting over the flu. Yeah, guys. So, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Exactly. And that was another reason why we were holding out. But I know if we continue to hold out, we won't produce any content. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I produced one by myself the last time. It's just a matter of because that was the what, what was convenient at the time. But we're just going to push through it. And you guys just pray that, you know, yeah. sickness gets out of the house. Yeah, keep, keep me in your prayers. I'm not sick anymore, really. But I do have a lingering cough. So when I talk for too long, I tend to start coughing uncontrollably. <clears throat> okay, so um, as we said before, the topic is how to get over an ex. And first off, you spend time more time with God. The more time you spend with God, the easier it is to get rid of everything in your life that isn't supposed to be there. You fill it with um, God stuff. Um, I was going to say Ooh, good that, stuff, that. but God stuff. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and before you know it, surprisingly, you find yourself thinking about that person less and less to the point where you don't think about them at all. Um, and, and days go by and months go by and whatever weeks go by and you realize that, you know, they're completely rid of your system. So spend time with God. I agree. You know, a lot of people say stuff like time heals all wounds, but that's a lie because there are some people that have been hurt in their childhood and now they're 20, 30, 40, 50. And they still have insecurities. They still have struggles yep. all because of stuff that they faced many years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I would say is time doesn't heal all, wound, all wounds, but time spent with God does. You know, so the more you're spending time with God in his word, in prayer, you know, in the house of God and, you know, being around, you know, the body of Christ, it allows you to, to grow because it's so easy to 
to neglect God because one of the first thoughts the devil put in your head is, why did you allow me to go through this breakup or why did you allow that person to do that to me? You know, so as a lot of times we can we can not realize it, but the devil will have us blaming God for an, a mistake that we made or just simply something that wasn't God's will. And God is just God is protecting you. So he took you out of it. But it's so easy to look at it, you know, in a negative sense. But Psalm 1611 says that. In the presence of in the presence of God is fullness of joy, you know. So a lot of times, you know, you get out of a breakup, and some people you can't eat, can't sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, all you're thinking about is them. You know, you're sad. You're trying to figure out what did I do wrong? Why wasn't I good enough? And not realizing that you're you're taking yourself out of the presence of God. But if you put yourself back into God's presence, if you put yourself back seeking after God, then you'll find that joy. You'll have that that peace restored. Right. You'll have that that. That the feeling you once had, you know, but you you were thinking that it depended on that person, but now you'll realize that it was always because of God that you actually had true joy. Mm-hmm. So. Secondly, stop seeking closure and apology. Mm. I hear people reach out to us, and um, you know, I've had people reach out to me personally, and they're like, "Well, I can't get over it because you know, I didn't get that. Sorry, I didn't get that apology. I I didn't even know why the person you know um, broke up with me or whatever the case may be. But you don't need an apology." Like, stop seeking apology and closure from people because sometimes you're not going to get it and you got to move on. And the thing is, that doesn't only go with relationships, but just in like relationships as far as, you know, husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever the case may be, just relationships in general. Like, you have to stop seeking approval, not approval, um, apologies or closures from people because sometimes you're not going to get it, even if they know you, they, they've done you wrong. Exactly what I wanted so to you say. you got to learn to forgive. <laughs> there are some people that know, they know they did you wrong. They know, they know what they said offended you. They know what they did offended right. you. But sometimes they'll make it seem like you were the problem. And sometimes they'll make it seem like, ah, oh, it's life. She'll get over it. He'll get over it. Mm-hmm. And then when, you're, when you keep seeking disclosure, then you're going to reopen old wounds. Yep. There was someone that I would say this is probably the only girl I hurt. You know, I've been hurt a couple of times, but it's the only person I hurt. You know, and I tried to reach back out to them, you know, like, hey, hope you're doing well. You know, and I don't know if, you know, she probably thought I was you know, trying to rub it in her face, you know, or trying to do anything. But I, I genuinely knew that I hurt her, you know, and I wanted to be able to make peace. And then it was just a matter of, okay, that went downhill fast. You know, I got snapped on and was just like, you know, just leave me alone. You know, and my thing was, it was really a matter of me trying to make peace with God because I know I offended you and I don't want to be in church fake worshiping, knowing I have a brother or sister in Christ that's hurt and I'm pretending that I didn't do anything wrong. You know, so I wanted to, hey, you know, just reaching out to let you know, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't like how things ended and I know I'm, you know, responsible, but I wanted to apologize, et cetera. And it didn't work out. But my thing is, I want to be able to say, God, this blood is off my shoulder. God, I want to be able to make peace. You know, so sometimes closure doesn't work. You know what I mean? You may think you're getting closure from someone. Maybe they don't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? And and it's not saying it's your fault like it was mine, but it's a matter of sometimes closure, the closure you're looking for is not going to help the situation. You know, so close. And sometimes when you do seek after closure with someone, you may end up back in a relationship with someone that God didn't want you with. You know, there's a lot of times when I hear people say, oh, you know, I'm just going to talk to him. You know, we're going to, you know, just set things straight and we'll be friends. But it's a matter of you don't understand your emotions. The Bible says your heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. You know, so you don't understand your heart. Stop listening to these sayings. Follow your heart. 
no, don't follow your heart. Follow the Holy Spirit, you know, because your heart will deceive you. And I don't want any of us going back to the wrong relationships all because we were trying to make peace with something that God removed us out of. You know, so please stop thinking that closure or an apology is needed. An apology is not needed. Sometimes it's not the way to go. Um, And I, (laughs) Tavares said that I've never been through anything, but... um, I remember uh, before Tavares and I. Tavares is actually my my first real relationship, I should say. But hey, praise way God! Back in the day, Hallelujah. Um, when I was just looking for something to do, center. I, <laughs> um, I got myself involved in a relationship with a guy um, who wasn't this someone that ashy, I should be with. unsaved oh, boy, don't y'all. Do that. Don't do that. All right, let me stop. Um, you probably listen to this podcast. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. I knew I wasn't going to marry him. I knew nothing was going to happen. But simply because I was young and innocent and everybody kept saying that and I just wanted to say I had a boyfriend before. Um, So I got involved with this guy um, and, um, you know, it was really nothing. But then I broke it off (laughs) and I felt horrible. I felt so bad because I knew that this was someone I hurt because prior to this, we were just friends, you know, Um, and this didn't have to go this way. So in my mind, um, I needed to rectify just a friendship with him um, that was my closure. Um, just being his friend and letting him know that we can still be friends, even if, you know, he liked me and I know this is not going anywhere and I shouldn't have, you know, said I would, I'd agreed to be his girlfriend. But yeah, I, I decided to try and be his friend and that was bad for me. Because I tried to continue being his friend, we would always find ourselves back in um, Square a girlfriend-boyfriend uh, relationship, which I wasn't even supposed to be in in the first place and it caused even more problems. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to let them go. You don't need a you don't need closure you don't need them to be your friend sometimes you just gotta let them go they don't have to be in your life at all and, you know and, just wish them well and not to cut you off but please understand that not being friends with someone doesn't mean you hate them exactly. or doesn't mean you don't have love for exactly. someone you know because a lot of times people get that completely twisted i don't believe that's what that means at all i believe some you have to understand when some people just aren't right for you and some people shouldn't be close to you mm-hmm. you can uh, there's plenty of people that i'm friends with there's exes that i have that yeah we're cool but we're not we're not here texting we're not here on facetime we're not here hanging out if you see them you see them you yeah exactly hello, you know you know some people I still have on social media, you know, so I'm not I'm not here to get I probably have you muted, <laughs> you know, but it's not a matter of me trying to build some strong relationship with you again. You know, you have to understand when something is just not right for you. Yeah. yeah so the next one may be a bit maybe a bit awkward to some of you, but please understand <laughs> this is completely true. People do this all the time. People do this all the <laughs> so- time. I won't say I've done it. I won't say I haven't done it. You know, uh, <laughs> I agree. To, well, I've never done it. Just so we all know. I told y'all she innocent. <laughs> but the next point we're going to say is stop social media stalking them. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring this up because of that crazy Netflix series called You, where this guy is, you know, straight up Insta stalking and what are Facebook stalking, all that type of stuff. But it's the fact that, you know, some people get get into breakups and then he's so worried about who did she move on? Like, oh, who's she hanging out with now? Or she's so worried about, oh, how, how's his new girlfriend look? Oh, did he upgrade? Oh, oh, she ugly. You know what I mean? And then yeah. all of this stuff leads to what? It doesn't lead to you having You're peace. You're just hurting yourself, like, really. Like, to, to me, it doesn't make any situation because you can't leave with a good outcome. Regardless, if you're on their page, you're doing one of two things. You're wondering, did they move on? 
or you're wondering who they move on to. And then now you're going to be looking down on that guy or girl, or you're going to be hating that guy or girl because they're with someone that you dislike. And that's not how we should be as children of God. I don't believe, you know, checking on them all the time is how you're going to heal. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you broke up with Tony five years ago. You're just like, man, I wonder how how Tony's doing. Let me check on his page. Okay, that's completely different from y'all broke up. It's like... (laughs) Tony's dating who? That girl is so dirty. Let me click on this girl's page to see. Oh, who her, she is. and her page is locked. Let me find out who her cousin is. Because if I find out her cousin, then I'm gonna be able to see right. the picture she tagged. Like, listen. What are you feeding your mind? What are you, What are you doing? You know, garbage in, garbage out. Yep. You know, and if you're feeding yourself all this type of nonsense, then you get caught up in jealousy. You get caught up in envy. You get caught up in hatred and bitterness. None of which helps you move on. Yeah. None of it. You know. So, um. Since we're on the topic of social media, um, I know there's some people that, you know, they break up with someone, they delete all the pictures. And there's some people that they break up with someone. And because it's years ago, they keep all the pictures. I don't know. I don't know my my exact thoughts on that. Have you? Whoa, whoa. I've, I've seen it before. Um, I'm the type of person, if you're not in my life anymore, I prefer to delete them because if I ever scroll on my own page and I see all those old pictures of um of me in relationships that are in the past and I'm trying to keep in the past, it brings up in my mind, it, it brings back memories I don't really care to think of. So yeah, I just delete them, honestly. Yeah, I delete stuff. If I'm in like a group picture of 20 people and they just so happen to be in a picture, I really don't care. But I don't think it's it's a wise thing to do, whereas, you know, you're having exes on your page because that may lead to problems in your future relationships or your marriage. Right. And that's that's obviously a bit off topic you know so sorry that you know just kind of diverted there but yeah I'm just curious with how people do that because I find it weird when someone is like oh he's the love of my life and then six months later right and (laughs) and that's where and I don't mean to get off topic but that's where it goes back to the podcast that we've done a few weeks ago why post yeah, them? Not rushing, why, not why rushing you gotta to post, post them. them. Yeah. Like, because people people break up and make up and break up and make up all the time. And unless you really know this relationship is going somewhere, it doesn't need to be on social media. So, like, Tavares and I, I didn't start posting him until we were engaged. Until I knew, like, this was going somewhere. Because mm. he was stuck. So Wow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Pray but, for me, saints. But, no, definitely. So, yeah, so, ultimately, please stop social media stalking them. You know, stop stop going you know back trying to figure out what are they doing trying to keep up with their every move stop it it's not going to help you heal nope. you know but we're let's dive into the next one before we keep getting off on the social media tangent because social media can be you know mm-hmm. but baby you want a bit much yes so number four find hobbies that you enjoy Maybe you did everything together with this person. You know, when you're in a relationship, you and this person do everything together. Everything. You drink water together. You go to the mall together. You do everything. So at this point now when you're by yourself and you go to the mall by yourself or you you do things that you and this person um, enjoyed, you kind of think back to this person. And you're like, oh, my gosh, we used to drink water together. And now I'm by myself. No, find (laughs) things that you enjoy that you can, you know, rediscover who you are in Christ. Baby used to drink water together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But no, like, you know, just find things that you you love doing and that, you know, it will help you take your mind off of um, that person. Like, listen, a lot of people think when their relationships are over that their identity is gone. But our identity can never be wrapped in something we can lose. Preach. Our 
child, listen here. <laughs> Our identity can only be found in Christ. And that's why, you know, when Jesus spoke to Peter and the disciples, and he's like, who do men say that I am? And they're like, oh, some say you're this, you're one of the prophets, you're, you're Elijah, you know, you're this and that. And he's like, okay, but who do you say that I am? And that's when Peter's like, you know, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And that's when he said, oh, and, and I'm going to call you Peter. You know what I mean? So him knowing God's identity God showed him his identity. And a lot of times we try to find our identity in people. So when a relationship ends, we don't know who we are. Or we find our identity in schools. And after we get a degree, it's just like we're trying to discover ourselves or get that job. Or if we and if we lose a job, then who do, who are we who are we really? And that's why a lot of people are millionaires and they still kill themselves. They're rich. They they have everything we want, right? But no, they don't have that peace, you know, that peace that only comes from God. That's why a lot of people, it doesn't matter how successful they are. It doesn't matter how many kids or marriage or whatever they may find, you know, whatever they may possess. Because if we don't know who we are in Christ, then we literally have nothing, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's why you have to find stuff that you enjoy. Start spending time with God. Start start doing things for yourself. Because if you don't know yourself, someone else will always come along and define you for you, you know. So you, it's good to know that I'm not say you work at the Apple store. I'm not Apple's employee. I'm a Christian that works at Apple, you know, or if I'm married, I'm not just a married person that goes to church. No, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I happen to be married. You can't have your identity in something that you can lose, you know, because at any point in time, God forbid, whatever you cherish and you possess, you know, God can take that away or you can lose it because of bad decisions. So you have to understand that it's because of Christ who I am, you know, I am that I am, you know, so find hobbies that you like, you know, there's a, some things I want to say, I really gave up anything to get married or because we got married, there was something that Safa wasn't fond of. And, you know, I used to play Xbox a lot, but she never made me give it up. It was something I just found myself getting busy and getting older, you know, so there's some things you outgrow, you know, you don't have to enjoy the same things all of your life, but you have to find something that works for you. If Safa were to say, you can't, play games because we're married that that's when it leads into oh now I'm becoming everything for her but if Safa leaves and now I don't you know don't have anything for myself then I'm left you know mentally unstable emotionally mm-hmm. unstable because everything that I do everything yeah. that I am is all because of what she says you know so it's it's important mm-hmm. to not allow your relationship to be not allow your life to be just built around your relationship yeah. the only relationship we should be building ourselves around is our relationship with God I, not to get off topic, but I do think that this not only, um, it not only uh, rings true for single people in relationships, but also for married people. That's something that in this season I've been learning, um, not to have my identity wrapped up into being a mommy and a wife, um, because like Tavar said, at any point God can take these away from you. You have to really, um find your identity in Christ. Yeah. And have things for yourself. Do things for yourself. Hobbies. You know, I don't have to do everything with Tavares. I don't have to do everything with my son. Um, I'm an individual and, you know, I can have hobbies of my own. So, and I think that's very healthy. Just meant, um, just as a person mentally, um, spiritually, find things that you like. Um, I won't say this is, uh, something that we, we've managed to get done easily. I say it's still, I still say it's a bit of a, struggle for us but there was something that you know uh I call him like a brother you know um advice that we got at our wedding and he was saying you know yeah you're I'm I'm gonna butcher it obviously because it's just coming off the top of my head but he was just saying marriage is also about individualism Mm -hmm. it's about two people becoming one but those two people aren't losing themselves 
they're just becoming one in you know their decision making, one in life, one with their mindset. But that's that doesn't mean you have to stop who you were you. to to become one with them. No, because that's how marriages are destroyed. Because you'll begin to resent your spouse when you know you're, they're not allowing you to do what you you know you want to do. Mm-hmm. If you're a person that you know wants to read books and they say no books in this house, obviously that that's a bit extreme, but it's just a matter of now you're losing yourself and you're trying to discover stuff that you never care to discover, you know, so when a relationship ends, who are you? You know what I mean? So it's a matter of understanding you should not be building your life only to that person, you know, and and his advice wasn't saying don't become one with my wife. It was just a matter of saying you can become one with your wife without losing yourself. She can become one with me without losing me, you know, because God forbid, you know, you never know how things can go left. So please understand that you have to know yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to be able to enjoy your own company if you want someone else to enjoy your company. Don't yeah. lose yourself in a relationship, period. Because yeah. that relationship, God will humble you real quick and take whatever you're putting Please understand. in front of him as an idol, yeah. which can be your relationship or your children. Or This is just food for thought, yeah. <laughs> especially when you get married. But <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So just to have your own identity <clears throat> and um, find hobbies that you enjoy. Speaking of having your own identity and... And finding hobbies you enjoy. I think it's a good thing, number five, um, to build quality friendships around you. Um, Agreed. And, it does, and it's best to also build quality friendships so that you, friends you don't have in common with this person. Like, you guys used to always hang around the same friends. Find your friends. Find your own friends. And find quality Sofa's friends. Sofa's mad because I stole her friends. <laughs> oh, I stole all Sofa friends, no, y'all. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, godly community can restore your joy and peace. Yeah. So you don't need to be isolated and alone in order to heal. I feel as though some people in relationships, once they get that relationship, sometimes they they forget about the friends around them to the point where now they're in a relationship and they have no friends. So God forbid now the relationship is over, you have nobody, right? So I think it's very important to build quality friendships and sustain them no matter what yeah. relationship you're in sustain them because those people will help you you know they'll help carry you through and encourage you um and give you great advice godly advice towards your relationship or future relationships <coughs> yeah so if you're one of those people trying to get over a relationship please understand this misery loves company sometimes it's the company that you're keeping that's causing you to be you know in a miserable or like a frustrated state because they're feeding the the negative energy. They're you know, you're hurt by something somebody did, and they're like, yeah, I never liked her anyways. Or I always knew he was like this. Oh, he did what to you? He's a dog. Or she did what? You know. And then you're around people that's not building you up. They're helping you tear the other person down, or they're keeping you, you know, in that type of situation. That's why you have to be careful who you vent to, right. because there are a lot of people they don't care about what you're going through. They like seeing you there they because like the drama. yeah, they like people like drama. People like being petty. Pettiness is not a fruit of the spirit. There are some people that they feel like God called them to be the church police. It's like, dude, get a hobby. Like there are some people that literally don't care that you're hurting. It literally fuels them. Like there's some people that I know that are, they are anointed. I know they're used by God, but there's some people that I can't be around because they gossip. It's like, I can't be around that because what, what we don't realize about gossip is you may like a person, but you're hanging out with someone that dislikes them. And the more they put negative feedback and they just take their time and say subtle negative remarks, then you start thinking negatively about a person. You know, so how am I supposed to 
get over an ex when all of my friends are bashing that ex. So all of my friends are, man, you should get her back. Like, yeah, no, they, they should be grow bitter. Or exactly. They should be telling you to pray about yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're not emotionally supporting you in this process. You know, I feel like you have to discover and you have to pray about it. Um, I've been praying um, for the past couple years. I think in the last six months or so, it's gotten better. Like, I've been asking God to help me find some godly friends, you know, because there are godly women everywhere, obviously. But me as a guy, it feels like it ain't no godly brothers out here. It's like, where are they? You know what I mean? So that was something I was definitely struggling with, you know. But there are some times when a lot of godly women, like sometimes I'm always skeptical of Safa's company as well because I'm watching to make sure Safa's not going to be around some people that are gossiping or slandering or, you know, just they're in church, but they're, you know, living a crazy life because I want to be able to tell her like, hey, babe, you know, be careful, you know, because the type of relationships around you are going to help shape your future. You know, so you got to be careful with the type of people that you're around. Yeah. But let's dive in straight in to number six. And it's not a matter of saying this just because it's the cool new wave to hop on. It's a matter of something that I believe is actually important. If you are trying to get over an ex, you can consider counseling. Right. Do not think mm-hmm. do not think counseling is for crazy people or, oh, I'm not losing my mind. I don't, no, if, if you're hurting, there are people that are actually paid counselors. To help you get through your hurting, help you express the hurt that you have bottled up because no one understands, help you to discuss it, help you to talk about it, help you to get through it. A lot of times we have trauma that we're dealing with, you know, from years ago that could have been resolved if we were to consider therapy. And I'm not saying medication, you know, but there's There's someone to talk to. to. Mm -hmm. There's some Christian counselors. Mm -hmm. There's some pastors that do counseling in their in their churches. You know, you have to be able to have some spiritual leaders you can lean on for advice or, you know, guidance. Right. So don't feel counseling is a negative. You know, but. Even even your friends, sometimes they can be the voice of reason. Um, <clears throat> and you don't necessarily have to go to professional help. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sometimes your friends, if you if you're really good at picking a godly community around you, then I think you'll be fine. Counseling, I don't think anything is wrong with that. I grew up in a mentality i would say that christians don't need counseling we got god so listen when you got the holy ghost you don't, you don't need therapy exactly like, exactly and i think when it's you not look only back a, now that's crazy right, man right and, and i don't think it's only a, a christian thing i think it's kind of a double whammy because being i guess around older jamaicans i'm not saying all of them are like this but you know counseling is just not <laughs> it's not a thing um but I don't see it's okay. It's okay to go to counseling. It's okay to get help from a pastor or a friend or, you know, or a professional counselor. Listen Um, to this. It does not make you weak. No. Let's make that clear. If anything, I feel it makes you strong. It makes you strong. It makes you stronger. But there's a time when, you know, we're going through our issues and stuff was like, babe, you want to go to therapy? You want to go to um, get some couples counseling? And I'm just like, no. What do we need counseling for? We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And that's me being childish and immature, not thinking being so insecure to get help, not realizing maybe that could have helped us out of our issue much faster than it did. Yeah. Don't feel as though it's a sign of weakness. No, you know? I think it's a sign of humility, yeah. honestly. Yeah, that's the big thing. It's our pride that'll stop us from going to someone for help. Don't feel as though you're too big for help. <laughs> don't feel as though... And don't feel as though you can't be helped by someone that's a peer or someone that's maybe, quote-unquote, beneath you. Because yeah. a lot of times people will pay a therapist... But they won't listen to that 15-year-old that walked by and was just like, hey, I don't think that was right. Mm-hmm. So is, is the person wrong? You know, God can use anyone to speak right. to you. So please be sensitive to, to when God is trying to speak to you. Um, let's get into our last point. And 
uh, I won't say it's too sensitive, but it's something that I know a lot of people struggle with. I would say if you're trying to get over an ex, you have to forgive them. them. You know, it's a lot of times when we want to say, but Tavares, you don't know what he did. Tavares, you don't know what she did. You don't know what they said about me. You don't know how they made my family turn against. Listen, we understand that. Maybe they hurt you. And it's hard to deal with because you know that you were treated unfairly. You know that they dogged you. You know that they did you wrong. You know you ended up changing a church to get out of this relationship. You know that you end up moving across the state. There's some people that do a lot of extreme things to get over it. But running from it doesn't bring healing. Because if you never forgive that person, you're not going to be healed. So you can get married. You can find Prince Charming. You can find the, the queen of the earth. That does not mean you're healed. Yeah, that doesn't mean your marriage isn't going to struggle. You have to learn to forgive, you know. Jesus taught a clear kingdom concept on forgiveness. If we want God to forgive us, we must forgive others. It says, you know, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You know, God is forgiving us as we forgive people. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't just hold resentment and go to heaven. We can't just hold bitterness and think we're just going to march through heaven's gates singing praises and glory. Like, no, you have to release this hurt. You know, if you want to move forward, you have to release the hurt. You have to be able to say what he did was wrong. I didn't deserve it. Maybe they didn't apologize. Maybe maybe people hate me. Maybe people look down on me. Maybe people are still talking about me. But I'm forgiving them for my peace of mind. Yeah. I'm forgiving them for my salvation. I'm forgiving them for my health, my peace. I can't, I can't live in bondage because that's the normal thing to do. Because it's very normal to hold bitterness. But who moves forward like that? You know. So I don't know. I, maybe I sound very morbid. So I'll let Safa talk. No, I completely agree. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. I completely agree. Oh, I don't feel as though any of your future relationships will be successful. And that goes for friendship or um, a dating relationship. If you don't forgive, the, you know, the person for the hurt that you've been through, because you'll always hold people at arm's length. Yeah. Like insecurities <laughs> and trust issues, yeah. all that stuff are birthed out of unforgiveness Absolutely. and bitterness. You'll never allow people to truly get close to you because you don't want the same thing to happen. And I understand, you know, you're going to try and protect yourself, but what a way to live. You'll never get close enough to somebody to, to know what love is. So I I think that actually I think that forgiving is like a number two after spending time with God that's a number two way to like that's the second you know um, oh, best way thing. to get over a, a an ex. I remember in the past <laughs> in the past I won't I won't say who the person is you know because they're related to me <laughs> but I remember my mom saying hey don't bring this up around so and so because. They have a hard time with forgiveness. And my mom is like, I don't want them going to hell over, you know, over, over, you forgave somebody and they're holding unforgiveness in their heart. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like, listen, just don't bring stuff up around certain people because you have to understand we can't control how we're treated, but we can control how we respond to it. Yeah. We can't control how long we let it affect us. We can't control that the person, you know, sorry to be, make it plain, but raped, molested, offended you, dumped you, broke your heart, whatever. And sometimes this stuff happens when you're like five and now you're 27 and you can't have a healthy relationship because you can't forgive. You can't think, you, you keep thinking all men are the same. You keep thinking all women are the same because you won't forgive. You have to forgive or else you'll never have peace. You have to forgive because a lot of people are like, God, where's my Boaz? And God, where's my, my Ruth? And God, where's my Proverbs 31 woman? And God is like, listen, you're bleeding, you're hurting, and all you're going to do is project that onto someone else. 
you're not going to be able to have a successful relationship if you're still tied and in bondage mentally and emotionally right. to the ones in the past. And I just want to say that, man, I'm telling you, sometimes forgiving, especially when you know someone hurt you and intentionally hurt you, yeah. is the hardest thing to do. We're mm-hmm. not saying it's easy at all, at no all. matter what you've been through. Nope, we've had our, our own issues with us, you know yeah. what I mean? It's hard. <clears throat> yeah. It's hard, it really, really is. And But how do you forgive someone? Honestly, I think the best way to try and forgive someone is to pray for them. <laughs> yeah. Pray good things. You can't hate that. <laughs> someone, someone told me that once and, and they were just like, all right, you know the, the prayer that you want God to do for you? Pray it over their lives. Right, exactly. I was like, what? Pray for goodness. Pray for <laughs> peace. Pray for joy for that person. Pray that they get that house that they've, Listen, they've been longing for. Pray that babe, they I get pray that they a got a two-story. Yeah. I pray that their business I'm would flourish. I'm telling you, eventually that prayer will seep into your heart and, all just and aside, radiate out, out, you know, out of you and you'll forgive that person. All just aside, that person I was holding resentment against were cool now. There was another one who I hold resentment against for years <laughs> and i won't say we're cool now but we're definitely you know speaking terms you know somebody i would never talk to have on have you on social media i'll, I'll talk to you in person we're just not close you know because it, it, you know i was just hurting at the time and i was just like yeah i'm not gonna build another friendship we forgave each other we're gonna move on you know we're gonna be cool i just gotta you, you know so i'm not saying forgiveness means let them back in no, there's some people some people you just gotta keep them out yeah you know what I mean? But please understand that Jesus never says, I forgive you, but I won't let you in heaven. I forgive you, but I won't do this. You know, so understand that forgiveness doesn't always mean, oh, you just kick people out. You have to understand some people deserve to be let at arm's length. Right. And some people, it's okay to trust again. You, yeah. you, can't, you can't allow your life to be led by bitterness. You mm-hmm. can't. So, so please understand, you know, it's essential that you walk in forgiveness. It's essential that you learn to forgive. You know, you learn... To let things go. You know, a lot of us, we can hold grudges, but it's okay to let things go. If you want to grow, please. Let things go. Let things go. <laughs> and I'm not repeating that to, to get you to tweet it. I'm, I'm so serious. Let things go. You know, some people are going to hurt you. And the reason why I, I think I'm learning to be more quick to forgive is because I, I want to forgive you the way I want you to forgive me if I hurt you. And if I don't want someone holding a grudge against me for years, I have no right to be holding a grudge against someone else for years. Amen. If God doesn't hold grudges against me, I have no right to be holding grudges against someone else. So it's learning to, you know, to walk more like Christ, you know, mm-hmm. while he's on a cross, he's like, Father, forgive them. Me, if I'm on that cross, listen here, Lord, if you don't send down fire on every one of these bums, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'd probably react, you know, out of my flesh, I'd react childishly, you know what I mean? But when you walk in forgiveness then people can really see the, you know, the love of God. But, you know, so I know we mentioned a lot of things, but ultimately there's no timeline that guarantees you'll be over someone. There's no definitive way that, you know, it guarantees that, oh, if you follow step one through seven, you won't miss someone again. We're not saying that because we all heal differently. We all heal in our own time. The goal is simply for us to walk in freedom and not in bitterness over our past. You know, so we hope that this podcast helps someone, you know, that someone that may have been, you know, dealing with something from 2019 or beyond. You know, we just want you to be able to live free in 2020 and forward. We want you to be able to achieve Amen. your purpose. We want you to be able to walk in God's will. We don't want God to send a man or woman your way. And you're so distracted by bitterness and envy from what someone else did to you or from trust issues that you can't let someone in. You know, so we pray that, you know, you guys will learn, you know, to move forward and not allow, you know, the past to get to you. But as always, we just want to thank you all for subscribing. Thank you, guys. And we hope this helps someone. 
all the support. It's amazing. You know, you guys are next level. We we were on top podcasts, you know, for a hot minute. Like, mm-hmm. so I obviously know we need to be consistent to stay there. <laughs> but it's a matter of we want to be there if it wasn't for you all. And I know all of the, the five-star reviews that you guys are giving are helping more people to see it because there's some people that found our page through the podcast you know so please guys if you're on apple Podcasts, keep leaving five star reviews if you feel the need to rate it and say something feel free to do so but we appreciate when you guys tag us on you know facebook twitter and instagram when you're listening so as always we're grateful for you all it's 2020 let's make this year our best year i'm not that preacher that's gonna say oh the lord said i'm not about to tell you the lord (laughs) told me to tell you nothing but I will say, if we walk in forgiveness, if we walk in God's right. will, if we, if we don't allow the past to keep us in bondage, then God will definitely be able to bless us. So if you want a specific topic discussed, shoot us an email. Our email is at contact at godlydating101.com. Um, um, and if you aren't following us already, we do have a Twitter. We do have an Instagram. We do have a Facebook. And we can be found on all of them at godlydating101. So be sure to follow us. We appreciate you all. We appreciate you guys. And God happy bless new you year guys. again. Happy God new bless. year. Take care.